All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked. My name is Scott, coming at you live from my home studio here in Nashville, Tennessee. I guess I had my uh, camera on before the credits there, so you saw me uh, kind of tinkering around behind the scenes there. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, guys. We're going to see what happens tonight. Um, there may have been some sort of miscommunication with the guest. Um, I was using a uh, someone to help me schedule, and I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but uh, I promised you guys a show at 7 p.m. Eastern time, and so I'm showing up to work on time, I guess. I'm a few minutes late, but I'm going to show up to work, and we're just going to kind of plow through this and see what's going on here. Now, it may just be me. It may just be me talking, but um, we got plenty to talk about. Um, if nothing else, you know, we're just going to have a hang, chat about all kinds of things. I really had it on my heart to talk about this particular topic tonight. You know, the idea of just the whole January 6th thing, political prisoners here in the United States. Like who would have thought in a million years that this would have been the case? You know what I mean? That we here in the United States have to literally deal with a situation where, you know, people are being held for political reasons. You know, when you think about like, you know, the punishment matching the crime, when you think about, I mean, you know, what is that seventh amendment, the seventh amendment, where it's like, uh, you know, no punishment, like the punishment has to fit the crime basically like, dude, it's so insane. So anyway, so my guest that was scheduled tonight, his name is Jason Rink and, uh, he's a filmmaker who produced, uh, this film. Well, let's just pull it up here. Uh, produced this film Q sent me and, uh, it's a really cool story. I've heard him interviewed on a couple different places already, but, uh, basically he talks about how, um, so basically at January 6th, like they went and they were doing some filming uh, with some of the other folks involved with the whole stop the steal thing. And they, they went to January 6th and as a film crew, just to kind of document the events. Um, and they were basically talking about, you know, I've heard him talk about how, uh, you know, they were there on the front lines, like when the barricades got breached and then um, obviously very, you know, the day of and, and everything afterwards, it was this guy here, uh, Jake and as, as, as he is known, um, the Q shaman, right? We've all seen this guy, the Q shaman, this and that. So this guy kind of became like the iconic figure, I guess, for January 6th. He's kind of been, become synonymous with January 6th one way or the other. And uh, so uh, what happened was, is that um, Jason and his film crew, they, they, they basically just asked him for an exclusive interview at the time or on the day of. And so they were able to sit down with him and get a bunch of footage interviewing him. And uh, I don't think anybody anticipated that the whole thing would turn into what it's turned into. You know, the whole thing about, you know, all these people like grandmas and just people who just like were just walking into the Capitol that day, um, you know, who were let into the Capitol that day, I should say, you know, they were brought in and uh, and all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, now they're, they're facing just these massive, massive charges like seditious conspiracy, like they're the worst people in the world, right? You know, we talk about this fairly often on the show, and I know there's a lot of shows who that's all they talk about is just the hypocrisy of politics and like, you know, the the Democrats, the per, you know, the hypocrisy of the Democrats and this and that, you know what I mean? And it, it gets it gets old and it almost feels like that's part of the agenda. But at the same time, nothing, in my opinion, is more glaring or more consequential than when you look at uh, January 6th. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so blatant in your face and it's such a tragedy, man. When you hear about the stories 
about people, uh, you know, the people's lives that have just been shattered and torn apart and ripped apart and just uh, devastated because of this situation. So we're just going to go here for a little bit, guys. I got plenty of other stuff to talk about, too. Well, um, you know, <laughs> so this might be a blessing in disguise. Um, but I really, really was excited to talk to Jason tonight. So we're just going to go if he pops in. Uh, I messaged the booker here to see if uh, if if there's something that can be done. Otherwise, we're just going to riff and run, and uh, we're just going to have a great, grand old time. Now, you guys can help me out here. So this is something that I'll, I'll, I'll call out. Here will be a call to action for you guys. You can help me out. Now, uh, uh, let's see. I'm going to share a screen here, and I'm going to pull something up. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to ask for your for your guys's help here. OK, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go share screen, share screen, windows. OK, I'm going to pull up my telegram right here so you can see like all the uh, you see some of the telegram channels I'm in. Nothing too subversive, I guess you could say. But uh, uh, so this is the, the the rebunked chat channel. Now, up until now, I pretty much had um, just like basically a, a channel where I broadcast and, um, you know, everybody can comment. Um, but I haven't really had the option to, you know, have everybody be involved in the, in, in the conversation. Well, what I found out is that in order to have, so the type of channel I had where it's just me broadcasting and you guys can comment, but you can't really post in it. I had to create a secondary channel for the comments so in order to capture the comments. Does that make sense? So there, so I had to create two channels, but I had the comment channel on private so what I learned from uh, Last American Vagabond, Ryan, what he has set up is he has the same setup, but he just has the chat channel opened up public. And that's the chat. That's the chat where you guys can all come in and chat, right? It's kind of like the lounge where all, all the people can hang out and chat with each other and share information. So I opened it up. It's public now. And so if you go to t.me forward slash rebunked, oh, geez, what is it? Uh, rebunked chat, t.me forward slash rebunked chat. You can hop in and chat with all your rebunked friends, Okay. Now, what you can do is if you're watching on um, Rockfin, I mean, maybe you can leave a comment if you know, and we can we can chat throughout this. But what would be really cool is if you guys like start, you know, gathering in this rebunk chat channel, and then you we can just chat while we're doing the show, right? You know, some of you, some of you know what I'm talking about, right? It's kind of like having the speakeasy open here. So if you guys can chat, I can have it going in the background. Uh, we can be riffing off of each other and uh, you know, chatting as we as we roll along here. So. I don't know. I just thought that, that might be kind of a cool thing. So hop into the telegram at rebunked chat. And, uh, you know, you can hang out with me while we, while we do, while we figure this show out together, dude, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Okay. So anyway, uh, yeah. So while we're doing that, maybe we'll just do all, get all the promotional stuff out of the way. I got to stop my screen share on that. And we'll go ahead and just do all the promotional stuff, get it out of the way. You know what I'm saying? That way we don't have to, Oh, and then and then we don't have to worry about it if the guest does show up. Um, so you guys, the website, rebunk.news. Um, that's the main home. So go there. And when you first land there, you're going to sign up for the uh, email list. So make sure you sign up for the email list. That way you're going to get notifications about uh, anything that's uh, coming down the line, any any uh, live streams I got coming up, some announcements, anything like that. Uh, you can be the first to know if you're on the email list. Um, video platforms. I'm on, I usually stream to Rockfin. I stream to Rumble too, but I like to send people to Rockfin because I like Rockfin and I believe in what they're doing. Um, they fully redeem themselves in all ways possible. Not that they're ever really, you know what I mean? They just, 
they made some uh, editorial decisions over the last year or so that wasn't uh, that I didn't agree with, but they fixed it, and now we're all good with Rockfin. Rockfin's awesome. So let's support Rockfin, you guys. So I only stream on Rumble for one reason, one reason alone, and that is because my friend Matthew Raymer over at Content Safe takes my Rumble stream and uploads it to all the other platforms that you see here, Odyssey, BitChute, and Band.Video. You know what I'm saying? And so, yes, I do have a channel on Band.Video and InfoWars Band.Video. You know what I mean? Big shout out to InfoWars for allowing me to have a platform there. Uh, very honored for that. Um, but but Rumble, I don't know, man. They're a little weird. But um, it's it's easy for Matthew at ContentSafe to capture my feed and then shoot it out to all these other platforms. So if you're a content creator and you are looking to broaden your horizons and get your content out to more people, you should check out ContentSafe. They're not, a, they're not a sponsor. You know what I mean? Nothing. I just really believe in what they do. ContentSafe.co. And uh, you can sign up and learn information or reach out to me. Um, you know, to hit me up on Telegram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so, yeah. Uh, also, on all podcast players, Rebunk, or Rebunk News, or I think it's just Rebunked with Scott Armstrong on all podcast players, I think. I don't think I've been censored off of anything yet. But, uh, yeah, Rebunked with Scott Armstrong on all podcast players. Make sure you're there. That way you can listen on the go. Um, let's see. I do have a premium subscribe star. I'm really bad about putting content out there. You guys, I keep saying, Oh, I'm going to put content on there, but I just fail at it miserably. So what I'm going to say is subscribe star is a great way for you to become a reoccurring donor. You know, you can do five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks a month. If you want to be like a reoccurring donor, you know what I'm saying? Like help me take this thing to new levels. That would be cool. If not, there's gift, send go gift, send goes out there. Uh, big shout out to Jesse. Jesse dropped a tip in the jar a few days ago. It says great show. Keep up the good work. I really appreciate that, Jesse. That means a lot, man. Like it really, really does that you guys get value out of the show. You know, this is a value for value show. So if you get any value out, you can return that value. Um, down at the bottom of rebunk.news, you'll see various other ways. Like, you know, while I'm still on Cash App, Venmo, PayPal, might as well take advantage of it. So those are all the different ways to financially support the show if you feel so inclined. Um, a couple of my affiliate links is truthtrs, truthtrs.com. Uh, this is actually something that I built. Um, so when you, when you, this Coceva TRS, they give you a little affiliate link and then, um, and then most people who are affiliate people with TRS, they just send out that link. But what I did is I built a whole website on top of it. And then what you do is when you click to order, it takes you to that affiliate link. And so, you know, I, I decided to add another layer. So this is what most people have when they have their TRS store. Like this is all they have, but they're not cool enough to build an entire website on top of it. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So cool. Now. Here's another thing. Here's another little secret tip. So if you scroll down a little bit on truthtrs.com, you can hit become a TRS distributor. And then if you order a three pack, uh, they, they, and then that will make you eligible then to have your own affiliate link. And then you can build your own website and you can do all this stuff. But anyway, you can become a uh, salesperson for Coceva TRS, which I believe in. They're really cool people. TRS is an amazing product. I can't say enough good things about it. I was on it for like a year. I haven't re-upped in a little bit, but I was on it for like a year, just the effects. You can totally tell the effects. For me, it was the brain fog. Like, just like, I felt so like insane amounts of clarity, which made me realize, man, my brain was just soaked in heavy metal. So I couldn't, uh, so anyway, Coceva.com or excuse me, truthtrs.com as the hookup there. Then of course, uh, Richard Grove's autonomy course. I can't say enough good things about autonomy, man. Like I I'm taking it right now. Uh, we just finished week seven and, uh, I'm learning so much and getting to know so many people. Uh, I just had a phone call earlier earlier today with Josh, Joshua Hale, who's uh, one of the people over at Autonomy Unlimited, which is the marketing firm over there. We were talking talking shop. Um, you know, we were uh, he was asking me some questions about Substack. 
um, cause it looks like they're rolling out their Substack page. And so we were uh, talking business behind the scenes and it's just like, that's what it is, man. Like you come in here and you get to network with these amazing, this, these group of like really, really high level, uh, you know, people that are all about autonomy, entrepreneurship, you know, coming up with solutions. Uh, it's just really, really good stuff. So if you're in the market or something like that in your life, autonomy is fantastic. There's a link in the description. Uh, it's an affiliate link. If you follow that and you end up going through with the class, then that helps this show out. So um, I can't see enough good things about autonomy. Actually, next week is really cool because I'm having a kind of an autonomy based week. I'm having two guests from autonomy. We got James Jordan, whose website is manufacturingreality.org. And then uh, Stephanie, who's the scheduler. Um, she does a lot of good things behind the scenes for Autonomy Unlimited. So we're kind of having an autonomy week next week. So I'm really excited about that, guys. So I know I'm kind of, this is like half promotional, half just hanging out chatting, you guys. I'm not, I'm, you know what I mean? Like this is, this is good. I kind of like this. What else am I going to say? Oh, yes. Okay. I cannot forget this. This is, I'm so excited about this. All right. You guys ready? All right. We're All right. So the t-shirt shop is on fire, as my friend Sam Tripoli would say. It's on fire. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right, check it out. So we got uh, rebunk.news forward slash shirts, or there's also a link to it on the page. Um, you just click there, bam, it takes you right to the shirt shop. So you guys, by popular demand, we have the Are You Threatening Me Beavis shirt in stock. Look at that, 16 bucks. 16 bucks, dude, you can't go wrong. Um, 16 bucks for, are you threatening me? Beavis Gadsden flag shirt. Like, how is that not the coolest thing ever? Okay. Oh man. Sorry about that. I clicked the wrong button. Okay. My bad. Let's try that again, guys. I'm sorry. All right. So we got the Gadsden flag shirt and then check this out. Adam infinitum, another autonomy student made this for me because I was, uh, having a, having a existential crisis around the, the global Sriracha shortage, right? And so he made me a rebunked Sriracha logo shirt. You know, fantastic. How fantastic is that? So that one's 18. That one's 18. Okay. So this is, this was my Halloween costume. I'm like, I really want this shirt, but I don't want to order one off Amazon. So, uh, uh, Ryan and the crew over at big frog t-shirts were kind enough to just make me my own. Got any new conspiracy theories? All my old ones came true. Right. You know, it, you've seen that shirt everywhere, but like I wanted one of my own. It's not like anyone has a copyright on that idea. We're kind of we're kind of pushing the the limits of intellectual property around here on Rebunk News. Uh, this is another design from a listener, uh, Lisa. Look at that, the COVID Kool Aid Man, dude. Isn't that great? Isn't that fantastic? It's hilarious. Again, sixteen bucks, man, for a little for a shirt. You cannot go wrong. Now they just got this up for me. Okay, you guys, those of you that have been on with this show for a minute, that have been around on my whole podcast journey, you remember the Truth Zilla podcast. Okay, I brought. I had to, I just had to do it. I had to bring one of those designs back. So thank you, Amanda at Big Frog T-Shirts who designed this. We're bringing it back, baby. The Fauci gave us all AIDS shirt. There it is, right? You heard it. You heard it here first. Like Fauci gave us all AIDS twice, actually. I, I should add it twice. Fauci gave us all AIDS twice. Like as in he gave the whole world AIDS. Thank you, Fauci, for your wonderful gift to the world. You've given the entire world AIDS twice now. First of all, in the 1980s, right? with his, uh, this thing was happening, right? Like, you know, there was a lot of people, they were doing a lot of drugs, a lot of things were happening, like a lot of, a lot of late nights and partying and stuff and people's immune systems, whatever it was started crashing and all the amyl nitrites and, uh, all these things. And people were developing immune conditions and autoimmune disorders. They were fighting, they were having trouble fighting off diseases. A lot of them were dying. So Fauci comes along and he's like, Hey, I know let's repurpose this really deadly cancer drug and give it to all these, uh, people. 
and see what happens. And lo and behold, they all start dying in droves. And so this whole thing called the AIDS crisis happened. And then there you go. So Fauci, there you go. There's check one. Fauci gave us all AIDS, number one. Then fast forward, 2020, 2021, right? This crazy thing happens and I don't really know. I don't really know what it is. I'm going to get in trouble. I know there's some people out there. The, the terrain watchdogs are out there and I don't want to like say too much as far as that goes, but certain things happen. And then next thing you know, they start injecting the entire world with who knows what. But the next thing you know, people are starting to develop autoimmune conditions from that. And then mainstream news, they call it vaccine acquired immune deficiency syndrome. So technically it's VADES, but it's literally just an acquired immune deficiency syndrome. Once again, thank you, Mr. Fauci. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So back, back resurrected the famous world famous. I know Joe legit bat wears his original Fauci gave us all age shirt loud and proud. I know Darren from Gramerica has one. Um, there's a few of you out there that I know what rock your original uh, Fauci gave us all age shirt, but we're bringing it back baby with a fresh new design. Thanks to Amanda at big frog t-shirt. So, uh, let's see. I do have one more thing I want to pull up here. And, uh, you know, this is something I just, I'm just so honored. You guys, I get to, you know, help Ryan at the last American vagabond with his Substack page. Um, and so check this out. So the most recent post this is an article I wrote. I wrote this article, you guys, I'm like an actual like journalist author, dude. It's kind of weird. Uh, this one's on the false memory syndrome foundation. I want to give you guys, you know, encourage you guys to go give it a read. Because this is one of those rabbit holes that intersects with so many different, like we're talking MK Ultra, we're talking about Manchurian Candidate assassins, we're talking about like Ghislaine Maxwell, like this is like the 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 hub of so many crazy crazy things, and get up to speed on this and kind of bookmark this page because any minute now apparently, uh, I don't know, they said today at some point today maybe in the next couple of days, but uh, the Tinfoil Hat Podcast with your boy here all about the false memory syndrome foundation. So I had the honor of going on tinfoil hat yesterday with, uh, with Sam XG Johnny. And we, you know, for almost a couple hours talked about the false memory syndrome foundation and all kinds of things in between. So, um, yeah, you guys, so hop in, uh, hop on the T lab Substack. One thing I really want to point out with the T lab. Oh, and then of course we got the, uh, COVID collaborator series by Maddie Bannon, who's another very talented writer. She's also part of the autonomy community. Um, if you can like, you guys give it a few years and like the autonomy graduates are going to take over the world. I'm telling you right now, like, that's just what it's going to be. Like the whole, like all the hot, like this new world, the old world is dying. The new world is, uh, emerging and it's pretty much going to be all autonomy graduates. And so she, she's been crushing this awesome series, you know, first published at manufacturingreality.org, James Jordan site. Uh, but she's been doing a great job, man. Like her level of research is fantastic. And then like, just like, 50 citations on each, on each one of these. Like, she's just like, it's, it's, it's fantastic work. I can't recommend it enough, but just in general, you guys, the T lab Substack. Okay. It's TLA vagabond.substack.com. There's a link in the description, but, uh, it's all free. It's all going to be 100% free for everybody. Okay. At all times. Um, there's a few perks for people that decide to up to upgrade their subscription, which is like five bucks a month. Um, but that also is going to help T lab grow because now that I'm a part of T lab officially, we got big things in store, man. We're starting a media company. We are uh, going to start. We're going to be. We've got an event. Shout out to Courtney Turner at the Courtney Turner podcast. Um, speaking of which, let's let's hop on. Uh, let's hop on her thing real quick. She just dropped a, a historic episode um, that I want to shout out. Just because you know, uh, 
you know, it's really, really important we support each other. But anyway, Ryan from Last American Vagabond, Courtney Turner, and myself are starting Pirate Stream Media. I got the dummy work up right here. So this this T-shirt was, again, sent to me by Big Frog T-shirts. Don't tread on me. You guys might have seen this logo on uh, on the thumbnails for all the Pirate Streams episodes that we've been doing. Even though we can't officially use this logo because we kind of just jacked it from some whatever. Who knows? Who knows who originally came up with it? But uh, it looks like she hasn't got it on her site yet. But you guys, you got to go check out... Um, Courtney Turner just dropped an episode with, uh, let's see, Courtney Turner, Courtney Turner. There we go. There we go. Oh, okay. Yes, there it is right there. She just dropped an episode with, uh, check it out. We got Jay Dyer, Dr. James Lindsay, and Stephen Coughlin. It's like a three-hour episode. Okay, yeah, three-hour episode um, from her home studio, live in-person interview with like three heavy hitters. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I guarantee it's going to be a powerful, powerful episode. So, Please, please, please go support Courtney. Um, she's at the Courtney Turner Podcast. You can find the Courtney Turner Podcast like everywhere you have your podcast. And then Rockfin. I know she's on Rockfin too. So um, there you go, guys. I know it was just, you know, we're just hanging out. Uh, let's get in, let's get into the Q Shaman stuff. So, well, just the January 6th stuff in general. So I don't know what's going on, you guys. It looks like I might just be hanging out with you this evening, which is fine. I don't mind. I, usually when this happens, because you guys know that that sometimes this happens and life happens and uh, things don't always work out the way you always want them to. But uh, at the same time, what I normally do is I open up the phone lines and I take phone calls from you awesome people. But I don't have my setup here to do that. I have my soundboard down in Franklin at the T-Lab Studios. It allows me to connect my thing to Bluetooth and then we can take calls that way. But today I just have my little my handy dandy little focus right audio interface. So I don't quite have the infrastructure here to take your phone calls live on the air as much as I love doing that. I mean, maybe I could just put my speaker phone up to the phone, but that's, that's no fun. That's no fun. So, uh, you know, if you want to chat along with the show, that's great. I'm, I've got my eye on the rebunk chat channel. I, I ain't seeing you guys chatting with me, but that's okay. Well, well, that'll slowly become a thing. I have a feeling I want to just, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so here, well, let's do this first. So what I did is I got the trailer for the movie. So let's watch the trailer and uh, we'll just kind of go from there. So this is uh, from, this is, you can find this on the website, qsentmemovie.com. And let's just watch the trailer and then we'll uh, reconvene. My name is Jake Angeli. The name he uses is Jake Angeli. Jake Angeli. Jake Angeli. Jake Angeli, who is known as the Q Shaman. Absurd? Yes. I'm the one that was in the Senate wearing the Viking horns and the face paint, and I'm the one that was sitting in Pence's chair. The people sitting in the chairs need to be sitting in a jail cell. If I get arrested, Gandhi got arrested a lot too, didn't he? I did not destroy any property. I did not vandalize. I walked through the open door boldly, without fear. I didn't do anything wrong. It's public property. That's my Capitol building. Show us. No attacking, no assault. Remain calm. We have the right to peacefully assemble. Any chance I could get you guys yeah. to leave the Senate wing? I wanted to be in Mike Pence's chair because I believe Mike Pence is a traitor. He stabbed Donald Trump in the back. It's only a matter of time. Justice is coming. Your time in the Supreme Court is very what are we calling the guy with the horns on his helmet? I'm calling him an eccentric and a shaman. Oh! 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 Yeah! Freedom! Donald Trump is still your president! 
you keep interrupting me. Because you're lying. That's why. Because every damn thing out of you people's mouths doesn't come true. Trying to monopolize all the resources and all the labor in our country. I was going to run for the presidency. Take out the U.N. We can go to freaking Jupiter if we want to. I will not suffer your Q people after this. I knew what you were day one, and I know what you are now, and I'm sick of it. Sedition may be a charge. I hear the FBI is looking for information about me. Well, an Arizona man is one of the most recognizable protesters D.C. police are right now trying to find. Yeah, I talked to the FBI. It's all good. Did they call you? No, I called them. Should I be talking to the FBI without a lawyer? I haven't spoken to him, and I really, really need to speak to my son. Okay, well, there you go. So, man, so heartbreaking, man. And I don't know if you guys have seen that footage. You know, there's that footage of him. I think it's someone just on someone's cell phone camera, like filming him and a couple other guys, like walking inside the House chamber there or the Senate chamber, whatever the hell it was. And, uh, you know, there's cops in there just kind of hanging out. Like, they're just like drinking their coffee, like, hey, what's up, guys? How's it going? And, uh, you know, he walks up to the chair, right? And the cop's like, hey, man, can you, like, not be up there? And he's like, yeah, 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 no problem. You know what I mean? So as the story goes, right, as you saw, like, a lot of these people that are trying they're trying to implicate in all this is, uh, you know, like Alex Jones. They're trying to implicate him in all this. Roger Stone. Uh, uh, so obviously the Q shaman, Jake, um, like all these people, they're really trying to pin this, this on them. Right. And they're, they're trying to make this horrific thing. But if you see, like, if you, if you look at it, like if you actually look at the actual evidence that we have, like these people are de-escalators, right? So like Alex Jones, if you guys watched the, um, Alex's war movie, there's lots of footage of him, like de-escalating the whole situation. Like he's just like standing on top of like cars with his bullhorn, just like, do not go to the Capitol. You're being set up. Go away. We need to go back here. Be peaceful. Be peaceful. Don't be like Antifa. Like that is the message. Same thing as the story goes with Jake, uh, the Q shaman guy. Like, you know, apparently it was tweeted out that, um, no, Trump made some tweet or something like said, like, do not go to the Capitol or made some statement or something that, and word got down to them. And Jake took it upon himself to be like, Hey, we have to, we have to listen to our commander in chief. We have to stand down. We have to go back, you know, everybody retreat, retreat. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. So, so, you know, any of these people, if they're, they're, they're being like just so railroaded in such a horrifically awful, sad, sad, sad way, man. It just breaks my heart, you know? And shame on Trump, man. Shame on Trump. What a piece of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I feel so, like, there's a lot of things. It's so funny, like, like talking to, like, some, you know, lefties people. I, like, it's kind of fun to be like, it's be like, yeah, I hate Trump too. But not for the same reasons you do. <laughs> uh, I came to my own conclusions on that one. I've been on quite a roller coaster with Trump. I, uh, I don't really vote, but I got talked into voting in 2020. And sure enough, I voted for Trump. I'll tell you what, election night 2020 was a very patriotic day in my life. I was bleeding red, white, and blue that night. I remember we were sitting in uh, Megan's living room. Uh, my old uh, co-hosts of Truth to the Lows, Megan, Ed, myself, their families. It was so funny. Megan had decorated the whole living room. There was like American flags and Gadsden flags and, uh, you know, back the blue flags, like just everywhere, dude. We had like streamers, like there was all, we made this huge feast and we were just sitting there ready for a blowout. We're like, Oh, there's no way that these freaking 
psychotic Democrats are going to get anywhere. It's going to be such a, you know, such an amazing celebration. You know, we were sitting there, uh, you know, some people were cleaning their guns and I was just like, ah, America. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we were all, we were watching all of the live election coverage on Infowars. We'd hook the laptop up to the TV so we could on the big screen TV. So Alex Jones is up there giving us all the election coverage. And we were just like, America. Yeah. And then of course we all know how that went. <laughs> and, uh, the subsequent, all of the things that happened between now and then have, uh, black pilled me to the extreme out of, you know, the whole political thing. And, it, and, and I've said this story a million times, but it's really funny because I remember going up into that election. I remember it was James Corbett. I remember it was Ryan Christian from the last American vagabond. I remember it was Charlie Robinson. I remember it was Whitney Webb, all these people that I really, really, really respect and love. They're all like, you guys don't fall for it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't fall for the two party paradigm. They're just trying to get you like just, they're, all of them. And I was just, and I, I feel like I at least was aware. I remembered the thoughts. I remember having the thoughts. I'm just like, I know what's happening right now. I know, I know, I know I shouldn't be getting so emotionally wrapped up in this, but I just can't help it. I just can't help it. And <laughs> so, you know, they've probably been through a few more of these than I have. And, you know, as Ryan always jokes, it's like every every single election, it's like, oh, this is the most important election of our lives. Oh, this is the most important election of our lives. No, 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 no. This, this one's the most important election of, all, of our lives forever. So, you know, it, so now I'm just like, okay, I'm out. I'm out. You know, I'm now involved, you know, a lot more with uh, and aligned with people who are just so much like, you know, the, see the pol political stuff for what it is. And it's just like, you know, those are just like energy sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just meant to derail you, suck up your energy and divert you from uh, crushing in other areas of your life. And so I'm, I'm all the way out now. I'd like to say I kind of keep an eye on it from a distance. I keep an eye on it from a distance and I just can kind of like, hmm, you know, what's going on? That's kind of interesting. That's curious. That's fun. And uh, it makes for good content when we can talk about it. But the January 6th thing is so it's a little bit different. It's different because, yes, it's political. Yes, it's like partisan politics. Yes, it's very political. Uh, it's It's the weaponization of politics in America. But just the tragedy, the tr absolute tragedy of what's, what's, what's going down, man. Like, it's just so tragic, man. And, and Jake's case is just really emblematic of that. You know, we can look right here. So let's see, let's pull this up here. So this is, uh, this is the, uh, justice department, justice.gov. This is his, um, I don't know what you call it, the indictment, whatever. This is just his, uh, the, the disposition of his case, basically, you know, you have Jacob Anthony Chansley. So Chansley, like, that's his real name, even though he goes by Angeli. Angel oh, yeah, a.k.a. Jacob Angeli. So uh, let's see. Case number one, colon, 21CR-3, charges civil disorder, obstruction of an official proceeding, entering and remaining in a restricted building, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building, violent entry and disorderly conduct in a Capitol building, parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. Whoa, dude, are you kidding me? So I didn't even know that these were crimes. Look at look at this horrible crime that he committed. Look at this, egregious offense. So, okay, so 
on like CNN and MSNBC, they are breathlessly shouting at the top of their lungs. These insurrectionists, they tried to burn down. Okay. So where do I see seditious conspiracy? Do I see terrorism? Do I see, uh, insurrection i don't see the word insurrection anywhere here but i do see the word parading okay so parading is this horrific awful federal offense okay so this is this is the q shaman you guys this is the worst one of them all this is the most dangerous horrific thing like these these screeching liberals fall asleep at night in terror of men with naked torsos and bullhorns breaking into their homes at night they're gonna kill them they're like ah and he gets charged with parading, 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 demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. Okay. So what, what's the deal? Like, what's up with the First Amendment, though? Can we, like, you know, we have the right to assembly, right to, uh, you know, air our grievances to the government? Like, right? We have the, we have the right to do that. But apparently not. So really sad, man. So he was arrested one nine twenty one. So just a couple days after. So as it turns out, you know, they they got this interview footage with Jacob, uh, Jason and his team. They got this interview footage, um, the day after. So he was saying that they reached out the day after. So luckily, cause he was just arrested right after that. And, uh, arraigned pled not guilty to all counts. Duh. I mean, geez, sentenced on 11, 17. I assume that would be 2022. Cause they don't put the to 41 months in prison, 41 months in prison. What is that? Three and a half years. Three and a half years in federal prison for parading. Parading, folks. Uh, here's his indictment. Let's see if there's anything. I mean, it's just, this is just so painful. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't, like, when you look at the footage, it just doesn't add up, man. Look at this. Oh, I want to see this, this parading. Let's see. Let me see. Parade. Parading. Demonstrating. Count six. On about January 6th, the District of Columbia. Uh, willfully and knowingly paraded, demonstrated, and picketed in a Capitol building. Mm, wow. Damn. I don't know, man. That seems pretty egregious to me. He was parading in a Capitol building. So, some of you guys know, but I... I uh, oh, what's up, Death the Tyrants? What's up? What's up, Jazzbo? What's up? What's up? See, we got people in the chat hanging, kicking it. So, you guys may have known I had a guest. Uh, I had a guest that was supposed to be here, but I guess we kind of all fell through the cracks, which happens to the best of us, and it's all good. And so we're just hanging, chatting. So, you know, get involved with the chat. I was going to tell you, I told the people earlier, I'll shout it out again. But if you guys go to Telegram at Rebunked Chat, t.me forward slash Rebunked Chat, that is the Rebunked Chat channel. We can have like a speakeasy style thing going where like I could riff off what you guys are saying you know what I'm saying so that head over to the rebunked speakeasy and hang I'm trying to find it here anyway so uh without getting too sidetracked so I mean how brutal is that man it's three and a half years for parading but you know what you just do it you just do it like a man you know what I'm saying like uh you just you just take your knocks man like like and so you know I feel you know what I mean? Like, okay, so he's going to do his time. He's going to come out and he's going to be like re resurrected, man. He's going to be, uh, he's going to be like, you know, he's going to be the top dog. He's probably going to have his own show on blaze TV and all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, he'll be good. He'll be good, man. Um, I'm really curious, like what's going to happen here after the new house committee comes back in. I'm sure they're just going to shut this down and let everybody go. Right. I mean, they're, they're, 
they better get their chart. Like they, they got a few days, a few weeks left, like what, three or four weeks left before jig is up. I mean, I think do, did the Republicans even win the house, dude? I'm so who cares, dude? I'm so out of it. Like, I just don't even know, man. I don't even know. And I don't even really care that much about the political side of it, but I do care about this. Like this is, this seems to me to be the, the biggest atrocity of like the, the criminal justice system. I mean, obviously our criminal justice system is broken and just like a, just horrible and needs to be, needs to be kind of probably taken a look at in a lot of different ways. Right. But this is just so painful. And like I was saying, shame on Trump, man. I didn't finish that thought, but shame on that guy for what he did right who did he let out he let out some like rappers right he let out some uh oh some like actual like criminals i think did he let it he, he probably let go some pedophiles too i'm pretty sure right i mean i would assume i would assume that some pedophiles got pardoned i mean that that makes perfect sense but uh but not the january 6 prisoners not the people who were literally going there by his request you know he basically sent them there and he basically instructed them to, and then they did. And then what? You're just going to leave them high and dry? Is that what the deal is? So, you know, I'm not, I'm not really a fan. So I don't know this whole. And so dude, okay. So if Trump's going at it again this year or whatever, 2024, I'm all the way out, man. I'm all the way out. You can't do it. You can't get me. You can't get me. You can't get me this time. It's going to be hilarious. It's going to be absolutely hilarious, but uh, you're not going to, you're not going to get me, man. Oh, and we got no easy in the chat. Watch the Whitney Webb interview this week on TLAV. Wow, her recent book is like a grand unified conspiracy theory, except it's well researched. I'll tell you what, we got him right here, boy. Huh. I'm in a book club. I'm in a book club study with these. So this is Whitney Webb's series, volume one, volume two, uh, one nation under blackmail. You know, check them out. But I just, uh, I just. I haven't had a chance to do a lot of reading. I hear there's an audiobook coming out, maybe, perhaps. Maybe I'm mistaken. Um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, from what I hear, it's fantastic. It's very dense. I hear it from, I, I did attend a couple of these book club Zoom meetings and um, listen to other people's take on it. And they said it's just like, dude, it's like every sentence you have to like stop and do like go down a rabbit hole. It's like every sentence you're like, oh, geez, like this and this and this. So, you know, shout out to Whitney. Great job. Uh, She's been doing the rounds, doing some awesome interviews. I know that uh, her and Ryan, if you guys go to Unlimited Hangout, her and Ryan just did a, a show on the whole yay thing. And I haven't had a chance to listen to that either. I'm really curious what their takes are on that. Um, the whole yay crazy shit. So, um, you guys, I got another thing I got to shout out here. So, uh, Corey Haig, he's my boy here. He's uh, was has been on the show twice so far. Um, he's doing some amazing things. So, what we were talking about was his uh, Liberty Uncensored, the Freedom Paper. Okay, so he he's doing it. You know, it's it's such an ambitious thing that he's doing. But check this out. Okay, so he's so he's uh he's he's printing a newspaper. I mean, how cool is that? Like Ernest Hancock, Freedom's Phoenix style. Like he's actually doing it. You know what I mean? And he's got the first issue out. And look at that. You can literally go to the website LibertyUncenteredNP.com. Uh, I guess there's there's information about how to submit articles, advertisements, uh, information about how you can become an advertiser, advertiser referrals. And then um, let's see, he's got, he's got, okay, the December 2022 issue. Dude, look at this. How fucking awesome is that? Look, you can just download. Okay, so look at this. You can download uh distributor pack okay you can order them you can order them 
or a downloadable. Just a one dollar, dude. One dollar, one dollar out of your stinking pocket, okay? And get yourself the first edition of the Liberty Uncensored newspaper. I say do it. I'm gonna do it. I do it right now, but I. I should have done this before. Actually, I just got a notification from him while I was doing this. And so I, I should have done it before. Let me see if I can do it without like giving away all my credit card information. Okay, I'll do it later. But hey, check it out, you guys. I want to encourage all you guys to do this, okay? I think it's a really good thing to show support and show love to our people in our community who are doing big things. And this is a really cool thing. And then also, this is his book. So I had him on the show to talk about it, but I have a copy. He was kind enough to send me a copy. Unveiling a Better World, Deconstructing the Veracity of the American Fable. Very interesting. So what are some of these uh, What are some of these chapters we got here? We've got uh, technology, private ownership, private ownership of earth and all upon her, labor, education, immigration, theory. Okay, what is this? What is this chapter? This chapter is called Theory and Methodology Behind a Possible Militaristic Takeover of the Nation. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. It, it actually doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. <laughs> it doesn't say that at all. But if you want to know about things that are definitely not about that, order his book on his website, man. So that's uh, Liberty Uncensored, NP, as in uh, Nice Potato. <laughs> Liberty Uncensored, NicePotato.com. What is the NP? I can't remember. I'm sorry. Liberty Censored. Liberty Uncensored. Excuse me. NP. Liberty Uncensored, Nice Potato. Just remember the nice potato part, and you will never, ever go wrong. So shout out to Corey Haig over at Liberty Censored, NicePotato.com. Okay? All right. Um... So I don't know. What do you guys think? What do you guys think of this whole January 6th thing? I see this is where I'd normally be taking your calls right now. But uh, the rebukes are taking over the house in January. Okay, good. Okay, quarry bar. Thank you. Thank you so much. So uh, so there you go. So, I mean, is it all theater? Do you guys think this is all theater? I mean, I think it's all theater, okay? So you had this, this whole runoff election thing in Georgia, right? So you have... So apparently, like, the control of the, the Senate comes down to this one race, right? Of course. What are the odds, right? That Okay, first of all, who the hell is voting for Democrats? I, I, who in their right mind is voting for Democrats? They're, they're not, they're, they can't exist. There's nobody that stupid. There can't possibly be anybody that stupid who actually, in this day and age, after everything we've just seen, that still votes for Democrats. I mean, I don't know. To me, that's just insane and preposterous, right? That's not to say that the, I'm a freaking like Republican, like go Republican type person, man. Like, it's just interesting how, you know, over the years, it just ebbs and flows. Like, who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy? You know what I mean? But it really, if you look, it's whoever's opposing the establishment. Whoever's the opposing the establishment is the demonized class. You know, back in the 2000s, I mean, great case study would be like Alex Jones, for example, right? Alex Jones. 2000s was rallying against George Bush, against the wars, exposing 9-11, was just a thorn in the side of the establishment, Bilderberg Group, you know what I mean? Going way back, like uh, Bohemian Grove, you know what I mean? Like, he was, uh, that that was his thing. That was his thing, was exposing the establishment, the, the oligarchs, the people at the top, or as close to the top of the pyramid as we could possibly get. That was his thing, right? And then, 
things change, right? The, the power shifted over to Obama. Guess what? He was going against Obama just as hard, right? And they were, and then they were starting to be like, hmm, I don't know about this guy. But now, but now, because he's over on that side now, now we can attack him for being a racist and a bigot and all this stuff, even though he's like totally not. I've, that's the thing that baffles me about anybody's criticism of him. It's like, I've never, like, he's so over the top, like inclusive and loving to everybody, man. Like, I don't understand this hate thing that people try to attribute to him. But of course, you know, he made that movie, The Obama Deception, and he really just went after the Obama regime simply because they were now the establishment, okay? They were now the ruling class. They were now the ones that were propped up as the one, the front-facing, uh, you know, apparatus of the ruling class, that is, okay? Right? So, so then he's attacking Obama. And then, all of a sudden, like, now we're starting to become in a world of shit, dude. Like, it got kind of fucked. Like, you know, you had that 2008 thing, and things are getting a little dicey. You know, the, ec the economy is just in shambles, and we're just, like, in all these new wars. Like, what the hell is going on, dude? And then, so he's like, okay, well, this Trump guy. So then he got on board with Trump, and then, you know, you've seen what happened. You've seen what happened to everybody, everything, right? And that's when, like, um, the, real, the real attacks began. But it's like, so I ain't no Republican, dude. I ain't no freaking Republican. I'm, I would say I'm, I'm, alongside Alex and people that are, that are like that, that are like, okay, what is our best option to attack this ruling class? What is our best option to, you know, even though these days I'm more like, dude, fuck, you can have it all. I just want to like go over here and do my own thing. I just want to start my own businesses and do my own show and crush with awesome people in my community. I don't need to worry about any of that shit. That's the beauty of this whole thing. But at the same time, I would love to see this evil be eradicated from the world in a peaceful political way. You know, maybe it's not my job to take on those roles. It's not my job to, you know, go fight the man or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, even though, even though, even though it's something I love doing, it's something I love doing, you guys. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I got my baby right here, cocked and locked and ready to roll. You know what I'm saying? I've been, I've been to some pretty awesome, pretty awesome rallies with this guy right here, right? Shout out legit bat, legit bat, blasting the news people with my freaking megaphone. Kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. See, I love doing that shit. I love getting out in the streets. I love blasting them with the megaphone. I love taking it to them. I love yelling truth to power. I love getting in their face. I love just like, oh, yeah, you hear me? You hear me? You can't not hear me. I love doing that stuff. But, you know, maybe that was like the 2020 me. There was a, there was a utility for that in 2020 in my life, right? Um, these days I'm just like, I don't know, man. I just don't know. All I know is that, uh, it's a, it's a much more fulfilled life when I'm out crushing with my friends and, uh, you know, focusing on these businesses that I'm starting, you know what I mean? And, and somehow I was able to manage to get myself out of the rat race somehow. I don't even know how that happened. Like it was, it was a complete accident. It was a complete accident that I was able to get out of the rat race. I came to a new city. I was applying for jobs in my previous field that I was working in as a counselor and nothing was really materializing. And so I basically advertised myself as a handyman and uh, yeah, man, never looked back. And so now I've been just like doing, doing handyman stuff around Nashville. Uh, it's just been amazing. Been met some of the most awesome people I've ever met in my life doing that. And uh, it's all freaking good. So anyway, you know, that's the big thing is, uh, <sighs> getting out of the rat race so that reminds me so that reminds me you know 
I apologize. I was promoting this to some people. Big Frank, Frank Cavanaugh, if you're out there, man, I love you, dude. Sorry, I, I was texting him before the show, and I was like, hey, man, you got to come check out this episode. It's going to be all about January 6th political prisoners. I know that's one of the things he cares deeply, deeply about, you know, as we all should. But uh, he, uh, so if you're out there, Frank, love you, buddy. Anyway, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, unless you guys have any other thoughts or anything, like throw it up in the chat. Let me know what your guys' thoughts are on the January 6th thing. I guess here's one more thing we'll do. So this is uh, just to kind of, you know, because Jason was supposed to be here and uh, in, in, in his stead, we will watch this which is his interview on tucker carlson's about five minutes so at least you get to see who it was i was supposed to interview and uh get his take on things so here you go here's his interview on tucker so of all the threatening people in this country and there are quite a few we talked about some earlier in the show jacob chansley is not one of them you might know him as the QAnon shaman chewbacca guy he was the guy you're seeing on the screen in the viking horns the fur who wandered around the Capitol on january 6th well he's got three and a half years in prison for that now, we know a lot about Jacob Chansley, it turns out, because we did months of reporting for our three-part series, Patriot Purge, which is on Fox Nation. Now, a filmmaker just secured a remarkable sit-down interview with Chansley as part of his documentary. It's called Q Sent Me. Here's part of it. Elected officials or traitors literally sold us out to foreign nations. I had no hesitation whatsoever in walking through those doors, and I did not feel like I was doing anything wrong at all. In fact, I felt like I was doing what was right, what was needed. Jacob Chansley faces a six-count federal indictment with two felonies and four misdemeanors. The judge said Jacob Chansley was a symbol of what had occurred at the U.S. Capitol. This is active participation in a violent insurrection. The judge, she's a Democrat. Figured that was yep. the case. Sitting here in fucking solitary confinement. They nailed me to the wall, dude. They nailed me to the freaking wall. A violent insurrection. The guy was wearing a Viking hat, proving, among other things, these people have zero sense of humor. They're self-serious, they're hysterical, and they're mean as hell. Jason Rank is the filmmaker who did Q Sent Me. He joins us tonight. Jason, thanks so much for coming on. So you've talked to Jacob Chansley. I haven't. Did, is the sense you get from him that he's a violent insurrectionist? He, doesn't, he seems kind of harmless. What's your view? Uh, no, Tucker, not at all. Um, and, and it's important to know that he was not charged with insurrection or sedition uh, right. and didn't plead guilty to a violent charge. He, he pled guilty to essentially trespassing in Congress. And yesterday at his sentencing, Jake even said, hey, listen, uh, without law and order and accountability, there is no freedom. So he, he, he wanted to, uh, you know, pay his debt to any law he broke. Uh, however, the question is, you know, should he have spent 317 days in solitary confinement and now another, uh, you know, whatever, 41 months less time served uh, from this point on? And, and, you know, we were able to interview him on January 7th, amazingly, and then he was uh, locked away 48 hours later. So we really got his initial reactions and story of the whole experience right when it was still fresh and before he knew that he was in any kind of trouble at all. So a lot of people are applauding this punishment. National Review, supposedly conservative site, ran a piece today basically saying he should have gotten more time. Uh, does Chansley have any sense of how many violent criminals who are voting the correct way are just walking out of jail right now? Does he have any sense of how disproportionate the sentence is? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, when you put this into context, I think that's something that was present for Jake when he went into the Capitol. 
uh, is that we had seen a summer of rioting in 2020, and uh, we'd seen other types of demonstrations that it, it seemed like to some people that was actually being, you know, cheered on. And then here, this event happened, and, uh, you know, I would absolutely say that there, the real story has not been told. I mean, when yeah. we posted our movie trailer just a week after interviewing Jake, I was suspended from Twitter and Facebook permanently just for posting a documentary trailer. And I was really shocked by that. But it really shines a light on, I think, what the narrative uh, was going to be and needed to be. Well, that's very obvious. I have to ask, so in the footage all of us have seen, Chansley's in the chamber with a cop right there. He's kind of chatting with him. Um, no hostility that presumably the cops armed. If he was a violent insurrection, well, there it is right there. It's on our screen. Why did none of the police seem threatened at all or do anything about it? There are two of them, I guess, in this video. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. You know, I actually, after, after he was in the Capitol, I, uh, you know, Jake's image hit the, you know, the Internet. Well, we had interviewed him in December, actually, on another film we were making. And so he had a cell phone number. And, and so I actually ran into him a few hours later, and he was walking around on the streets of D.C., still in his makeup. People were talking to him. And so I ran into him, and I was like, hey, Jake, good to see you. Um, do you want to interview with us? I'd love to hear your whole story. And, you know, he agreed to it, but he didn't even realize at that point just a few hours later that he was in any kind of trouble. And then when we interviewed him, he still didn't think he was in any, any kind of trouble. He, he, he had no idea when he called the FBI that he was going to get arrested. Should have gone to Ecuador. Poor guy. <laughs> well, you know, I would like for people to check out the full trailer at QSentMeMovie.com. We've got a lot of footage nobody's seen, and we just want people to know the real story of what's happened with Jake, who he is and what he's like, and make their own decision about it. Amen. Thanks for helping us, by the way, Jason Ring. Okay, there you go. That's Jason. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to reach out and try to get him back on. You know what I mean? I thought I had a kick-ass thumbnail for this episode, so I have to come up with an equally kick-ass thumbnail for a, a, pre, a future episode, perhaps. But uh, that's okay. That's all right. That's what we do around here. Um, I, there was one other thing that I just wanted to talk about. Uh, so I remember when all this story was breaking with with Jake and every all of us were like, dude, false flag, false flag, false flag, Antifa. Of course, they were like, and so there's been a lot of evidence of that to suggest that this is like, you know, COINTELPRO, just basic, you know, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, just like, you know, the whole thing is just a, a whole collaboration of federal agents who come in and, uh, you know, are, are steering the whole thing. That's what we saw with the, uh, you know, obviously the civil rights movement, COINTELPRO. We saw that with, uh, you know, the Occupy movement. You know, this is a very, very standard thing that gets done is the infiltration and, and taking an otherwise peaceful movement and making it violent so that therefore they can clamp down and uh, do what they do best, instigate violence, right? Violence. And now what we're seeing is the weaponization of the of the justice system. Now, you know, there's a lot. There was, what was that guy's name? God, that uh, there was the one guy. uh I can't remember, but uh, kind of known like Antifa guy uh, was like, you know, filming, getting a lot of footage, documentary footage, like like CNN and all these folks were like paying 75 grand for like his footage and stuff. But anyway, there was this one here, um, this photo in particular, and uh, I'm trying to like zoom in on it. But so this is like the iconic image. Right. And you got you got Jake. You got now. Now, who are these other characters with him now? I OK, so you guys know I used to live in Oregon. And, uh, hey, what's up, legit bad in the house? I was just showing you guys off, dude. Check it out. 
I'm going to pull this. I'll pull this back up in a sec, dude. I was just, I was just talking about, I was literally just talking about you. I was showing off my damn, my, my battle axe here. And I'm like, Oh, shout out jet bat podcast. You guys have gone into battle with me every time. You know what I'm saying? Bam. So there you go. I was just, you speak and, and, and he appeared. That's so crazy. So anyway, but what I was just saying was, uh, look at this picture. Now what, 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 what? Something's a little off in this picture to me. And I don't know if it's off to anybody here watching, but, uh, you know, I'm in Nashville, Tennessee now, but I was born and raised in Oregon and I've been in Oregon for a long time. And I was kind of peripherally keeping an eye on the situations in 2020. And I know a lot of those people, I know a lot, I'm surrounded by this types of people in, um, in and around Eugene and Portland, Oregon. And they kind of looked like this guy. And they kind of looked like this guy, just a little bit, just a little bit. They got the the soy face going on, just a little too much for my liking. And I think that this whole guy holding the Trump is my president with the Trump hat. And this guy, they look a little out of place. And then this guy with the mask, okay? This guy with his little fucking mask and his little fucking cell phone. These three motherfuckers right here. That ain't no motherfuckers. Those don't look like patriots to me. They don't look like patriots. Or maybe they're, maybe that maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know, man. But just something tells me that something ain't right with this. Something smells a little rotten. But of course, that's me just being prejudiced. And that's just me just um going off of people, judging a book by its character, or whatever, judging a cover, judging a book by its cover, you know? But that's just me. And maybe I just don't know. Who knows? And we'll probably never know. You know, it's probably one of those things. There'll be some Freedom of Information Act when I'm like 80 years old. And I'll be like, oh, damn it, I told you. I told you, those bastards. And apparently I'm going to develop a Scottish accent by the time I'm 80 years old. So there you go. So, <coughs> well, you guys, that was fun. We kind of riffed for like an hour or so and just kind of made it work. I'll reach back out. I'll try to get uh, Jake or uh, Jason on. And we'll just kind of go from there. Uh, you know, I'm going to do a quick recap one more time for anybody that's new. Uh, some of the things that we talked about earlier in the episode, um, just some fun and exciting rebunked related stuff, just like business related stuff. Um, you know, I don't, I I've been overdue for just like a solo cast just to catch up on all the business and stuff that's going on here. So you guys, once again, rebunk.news is the website. That's how you, uh, follow and support the show, uh, sign up for the email list. There'll be a little thing that pops up. Um, don't go anywhere. Hey, Joe, check it out. We got Joe. If you're, if you're still here, Joe, check this out. Hold on, hold on. I'll just pull it up here. Joe, look at this. Look, 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 look. Hold on. I was just talking about you earlier in the episode too, dude. You came up twice in this episode. Look what we got. We got the next, we got the second edition. Fauci gave us all AIDS shirt. Look at that. Bam. We got a multiple colors. Fauci gave us all AIDS. The new, the new look. So there you go. So you guys go to rebunk.news forward slash shirts. We'll get all the new designs. They're 16 bucks, dude. Grab a bunch for Halloween or Christmas whatever holidays coming up. we got a whole bunch of other cool ones, false flags. We are many there for you, blah, blah, blah. Truth wins. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, great way to support the show. Please make sure you check out the last American vagabond Substack, um, TLA vagabond.substack.com. Um, the most recent post pertaining to the false memory syndrome will correlate with the, uh, ver an episode of the tinfoil hat podcast that should drop any second now. Uh, so, Listen to that episode on Tinfoil Hat. Go show them some love over there and then follow along with the discussion by reading the uh, Last American Vagabond Substack. All right. Uh, I think we're good, folks. So thank you for hanging out with me once again. Much love to all of you. And uh, I will catch you next time. Peace.